Friday, Friday, Galaxy on my day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, it's Friday. The weekend's here and we'll have a kid of me. We'll relax, hallelujah, hallelujah, and take off our slags, hallelujah, hallelujah, and sit around the house in a rotten underwear. Hallelujah. Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha. Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There but for the grace of God, do with me. Hey there, boy. What's happening, everybody? It's your pal, Jim Daddy, bringing you another free Friday Chad Duke show. Have you guys been reading the short stories? Now, I have to tell you, I actually had a lot of fun writing my story. Getting started was a chore. But, you know, once I got past the first page, it was fun. I made an outline. Uh, you know, even when writing, though, you come to a fork in the road and you, you actually sit there and think... Do I go this way? Do I go that way? There's all kinds of possibilities. Believe it or not, I have read every single one of those stories. And no, my wife did not read them to me. God damn it. I sat there Wednesday evening right in front of my computer and just read my little heart away. I think I have a clear-cut winner for the contest, and uh, I have to say it's it's a much better story than, than mine. That sucks. I even think I have it nailed down as to who wrote what. Oddly, there are two stories where I can't quite decide whether it's Ted or Tor, which is very odd. I'm leaning in a certain direction, but all that's going to be discussed here in the near future. It's been a great week of shows. Monday night, Shoot and Tor were in the fortress, and they discussed the writing contest and how some of the participants were experiencing some anxiety. Uh, they recapped the incident that took place on the show last Thursday, and the NFL season just came to an end. So they go over the biggest headlines from this past weekend. Tuesday, it was Shoot and Tour again, and they have a huge announcement regarding the programming for the Founders Fiesta 2. Dukes wonders if he's happy, and uh, Tour chimes in on that. The face group book that was started for your pal over here to save my life, it's going a little sideways, so uh, Dukes has some straightening up to offer to the members of that group. Wednesday, it was Dukes, Ant-Man, Money Monk, and myself, we confirmed that the creative writing stories are on Substack for all to read. Uh, the Virginia Pizza Crusade, they got together for some za. They had the best bread ever offered, which I'm highly intrigued about. Turns out most of the crew that hang out with Dukes are from Planet Dum Dum. The, uh, Dukes has some social media grievances, and we have our weekly installment of the BMI. Thursday night, a lot of fun as usual. We finally got back together, the Fortress Film Society. 
Shoed, Loud Goat, Lottie Dottie, me, and our special guest, Tapawingo director, Dylan Narang, all in studio together. We review the offerings of Kingdom of Heaven with Orlando Bloom, Equilibrium with Christian Bale, and Maniac Cop from 1988 with Tom Atkins and Bruce Campbell. And there were some good timing discussions of movies had. A lot, a lot of fun. I hope you didn't miss it. But let's get you right to the content because I have a lot of it for you today. I have for you the recap of the Virginia Pizza Crusade and uh, what are the morons that hang out with Dukes. I have the discussion of happiness between Dukes and Tor. But let me get you started off with, right now, that huge announcement for the Founders Fiesta and the coverage of that strange incident that uh, happened last week. If you're interested in buying or selling a home, there's only one person you should call, and that's Joe Azer. You can reach him at 571-989-2937. That's 571-989-AZER. Big news on this end. Friday night was a big night for founders. They don't know it yet, of course. Sure is. Almost so much fun. Thank you for subscribing when we had no show. Oh, I thought long and hard, Tor. What would a laughing hat look like? I kind of think it would look like a big, one of those like uh, wind up chompers with the little feet. But is that laughing? I don't think those chompers are laughing. Would it just be like a baseball cap with like ha on it? Like what would a laughing hat look like? I think a laughing hat, when I picture it, is like kind of like a Mardi Gras hat with a lot of stuff sticking out of the top. Oh, like, like, some, like uh, a wacky hat. Yeah, kind of like a wacky hat. That That's just where my mind goes when I hear laughing. I'd like a big admiral's hat. I've always thought oh, a yeah, big yeah. admiral's hat's like the hat that I would want to do some serious laughing in. Well, either way, maybe one day we can figure out what a laughing hat is and I can merchandise it. But um. <laughs> Friday, for those of you that are unaware, um, it's going to be a good day on the 28th, correct? Correct. For both founders and for non-founders, because for founding members of the Chad Duke Show, you get Founders Fiesta 2, of which there is some tremendous artwork up on our social media. What did you think of the new I poster? Loved, I loved it. Isn't it great? I liked the, the first poster with, with uh, it's you. It's just you and me. Yeah, with the skeletons. I love the skeleton theme. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in on skeletons Me right too. Now. Uh, they're really cool looking, and uh, it's kind of a Three Amigos bit. I figure me, Jester, and Tor being the main players. Uh, but I told him the color scheme. I said I wanted it to look like a 90s Taco Bell lobby, is what I said. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Turned out really good, and... Uh, Excited for you guys to get it. This will be a, this is free. This is a gift. It was always difficult. Like, I wanted some way to figure out. Oscar always did the bit where he sent out, like, Christmas cards, and he sent out bottle openers and koozies and all this shit. And, and, and like, we would get so much shit returned to us, and people wouldn't update their addresses. And it was just, like, it was very nice of him. Like, I always bust his balls about it. But it was very, it was a kind thing to do for listeners. Right. But it was such a fucking pain in the ass, and it was so... Uh, wasteful. That I, I mean, we still have cases of those fucking things in the back. Oh yeah, plenty. Um, I wanted something that everybody could use, but also that wouldn't get returned to us in the mail. So, a shitload of show was the idea for the Founders Fiesta. We did a four-hour Founders Fiesta last year as a gift to people that are subscribing now, so you don't feel left out. We are going to release that, so you can finally hear it on the same day we release Founders Fiesta Two. For all of the founders, and uh, they've all been very amicable about us doing that. No one's had any problems, so that's a, a fun thing to do. But um, it's going to be four hours, a four-hour show, 
And uh, the first part of the show will be uh, when Drabby was in. Yep. And uh, we did 10 questions with Drabby. And uh, I'll just tease it. He did, said some stuff about Zohan, said some stuff about Oscar, said some stuff about all the old juicy Big Owen Duke shit that you'd want to hear Drab talk about. So uh, he talked about whether or not he'd ever do a show with me again. Uh all that stuff, which junkie he hates the most, all the fun stuff. So we'll, uh, that will be a part of it. And then uh, <laughs> the middle portion is what fucking happened on Friday night. Yeah. And that was the fourth installment of Bourbons of the Roundtable, uh, which is always touch and go. I thought, Dor, for about the first hour, um, almost too tame. You know, people were keeping it together. Everybody was kind of, well. Well, yeah, one, yeah. Most of it. So, some of us drank six tall boys while we were also doing a bourbon fucking drinking competition. I won't say who, but it's the raging fucking alcoholic addict guy, Ant-Man Pizzo. Uh, it's not the first time either. He was a fucking how shit. How the fuck do you... How, it's, he's seen other people do that and then seen how the bourbons of the round table goes. It goes off the rails. Way off the rails. Here's Ant-Man, by the way, running, running to get another tall boy every single time during that fucking show. <sighs> It, it gets crazy about halfway. I don't know if I kind of think I owe someone an apology. Um, I think I owe Asian John an apology because <laughs> I forgot about that. I I fucking crushed him during that episode. Oh, it was bad, it was and ten it, minutes on him. Yeah, it went on longer than it should. I thought, but I was on a roll, and I was also I was I I was shoot pissed. I don't want to give it away, Tor, because I want people to be surprised when they hear it. Gigantor did his best fucking Eastside Dave impression, where he's just sitting there jabbing on the side and shiving people. Or was it Dick Smokin? You had Dick Smokin was an instigator all night. I know, but I thought you had the tidbit about Asian John. Oh no, that was Dick. Was it Dick? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, then with, I apologize. Steel trap. Yeah. Dick was being a huge instigator all night, which is sometimes fun. It was fun this night. Dick reminds us. And there's been a lot of talk about Secret Santa recently and who's in and who's out and who's his fucking <laughs> schnurrer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dick reminded me that Asian John is actually the worst Secret Santa in the history of Secret Santas. He was one and done. I completely blanked it. And by the time he reminded me, I was six fucking snorts of bourbon in after we tasted all the fucking drinks. Yeah. It got a little crazy. <laughs> the show was over. He was getting away scot-free. Now, in my defense, Asian John's one of those guys that sits in the back of the room while we're doing the show, staring at his phone the whole time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think he kind of brings it on himself, but he's a nice dude, and he comes up, and he brings food and stuff. Like, right. I don't know that he deserved just a 15-minute destruction. And then, by the way, did not get a chance to come up and defend himself at of all. Of course not. Just me screaming and yelling up here. <laughs> all right, you were there. Yeah. Did it go? Did it go too far? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's also shrapnel. There was other people getting hit because I was just involving them in the fucking, you know, bulldozing the truck sticking of poor Asian John. Yeah, the Asian John stuff was tough because he had just kind of been politely there, brought up some. He usually lights. is. He's usually quiet and polite and enjoys the show. But I also think he has been uh, uh, hoping and and praying that that uh, secret Santa that he was participating in would would just die on the vine by the way how did it not get brought up while we were just killing people for bad secret santa i don't know i think steve the pie taster if i had to vote 
would still get the worst because he just he knows better. Right. And to get a gag gift, a record you like, it just that that was so awful. And Tube loves Christmas, like that was so bad. But then Tube buying three bottles of booze for a guy that doesn't drink, like yeah. that that gets votes. Definitely. I don't I don't want to ruin it, but I if, if you guys don't recall, Asian John gave the chintziest fucking it was not thoughtful. Was it to Hartwell? Yeah. So a true giver also. I know. She's like one of the most generous people that was ever involved in the uh, Secret Santa. She always <laughs> it goes way over the top with her fucking gifts. Um it's a bloodbath. So that's you can look forward to that. Did we do we get the two hours on that? Yeah, yeah. It was a chunky one. It yeah, was, there, there were a couple false endings, I think. Oh then, yes. There was a couple of times where Tor was giving me the old wrap it up hand motion <laughs> and I was waving him off. I was like, kill, kill. I was uh, trying to fucking call my own plays. It was a lot it was a lot that night. I'd say it was too much. And then the show ended, and um, we came up with the fourth and final hour yeah. for the Founders Fiesta, which I am very excited about. Tor, hit the intro. I... We'll tell you about that on Tuesday. Yeah. I uh, sent Tor a voicemail today, and I was like, hey, can you do some of these things before the show? And he's like, no problem, boss. I got it. And I don't, I don't. Looking at my sheet here, I don't think any of them were done. It'll be on the uh, it'll be on the audio for next. Now you do have some audio. We like oh, anyway. Uh, let me wrap that up because I want to get to this. Sure, I've, I've been chopping up the bit to get to this. Um, Founders Fiesta drops twenty eighth. Uh, Founders Fiesta two drops twenty eighth, and then uh, you all you guys who weren't founders because I get all the sob stories about oh it's the next day blah blah blah. I'm like I get it, but you know you had a couple of weeks to figure this thing out. Um, you guys will get that as a consolation prize, okay? Yeah, it should be it should be a lot of fun. It's fun, and right? It was fun last. It was a blast last year. It really it's was. It's been a lot of fun making it this year. Yeah, I'm actually. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of trying to be like, all right, we've already done shows. Now let's do additional shows. And oh, we're not streaming them. And like, it's it's it is a lot of work to put it together and come up with fun ideas. But I think we've done a great job, and everybody that's been a part of it have been troopers and appreciate them helping us out. Uh, it's been great. So that'll be a, that'll be a nice little hat tip, an annual hat tip for you guys until the you know the left ventricle gives out. Um, was it during that show that the neck fart happened? No, no, no. That was uh, the Thursday show with Dick Smokehand and the Thursday Rauco. show. Okay, that was a fun show. Yes, I thought that was about as close to. I think you could, and I'm and I. No one could hear what Dick was saying because, of course, no one can hear what Dick is saying because he can't speak into the mic. He has no confidence in what he's saying, so he whispers. But also, Jester doesn't listen to the show after it's done to boost levels or uh, do some on-the-fly producing. Like, you'll notice, uh, Eric, if you know we're doing a show and Tor thinks somebody's low, he'll boost their level up a little bit more. Jester doesn't do that. He just knocks over things, yeah. um, wears big pocket shirts. <laughs> so, um, God bless him. I, that show, though, I feel like if I just sent that show that me, Goat, and Dick did, and hitting all those topics and giving all of our opinions, that sounded like a morning show to me. It really did. I thought it was three guys that had opinions. It was three guys that could put together a sentence for the most part. It wasn't as polished as it could have been, but I was real proud of that episode. I thought it was really good. Um, Jester was being kind enough to uh, chug beers for donations, and uh, that was nice, too. And Jester does a bit after he chugs a beer where he belches in a disgusting way um and he's not as young as tor and spry as tor so when tor just the tor kind of belches after he chugs a beer and then it's over with jesters tend to linger several minutes afterwards yeah um this was many minutes after he had chugged a beer 
And I don't know about how you feel, Tor. I know that you have concerns for Jim Daddy. You worry about him. I do, yes. It's the involuntary stuff for me that really gets me. Like when guys don't even know. Like when Ant-Man's sitting over there and he's choked, I hear him choking to death. Like he can't breathe at all. And he doesn't realize he's doing it. I'm like, this guy's going to fucking drop dead. Right. Like should I, should I be calling an ambulance right now? Jim had no idea that he, apparently and allegedly he farted out of his neck. I have a lot of thoughts on this clip. A lot. <laughs> now- I'm assuming you've enhanced it because it was kind of like a throwaway noise. And honestly, I didn't even know if you were in the room, if it would get picked up on the microphone. Um, did you have to do anything to enhance this clip? Now, I have the full clip and I have a secondary clip, uh, secondary clip where I boosted the levels a little oh, bit after. To, to try oh. to get it, it was not a perfect... I'm not going to sound like you could hear it with sure. some of the other uh, 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 noises that have come it's out. It's what you had to do with this. Yeah. It's... One of my favorite drops in the history it's of the show. It's so tough because it, it was uh, it was while Goat was speaking. Right. And it was so it, involuntary. And it, it's just not what you're supposed to do on and a microphone. I was watching Jester at the time, so his chin was up above the mic. And that's how I think it got. It, it popped because he had farted out of his right. neck. Like, I mean, not unlike this right here. I mean, that's, that's at least in the room, that's what it sounded like. Yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Do you remember the circumstances for that one? I think that was probably at the beach after a show had ended. In the, that had to be it was somewhere in a break. So. That's after four days of drinking 15 beers a day and fucking big breakfast. <laughs> that was a wood chair also. Those don't help. Those, those, make it those help nothing. Those help nothing about the situation. <laughs> All right. So if you weren't listening to the show, I mean, I think we brought it up on the show, right? Yes. All right. Let's hear the first clip. All right. To some people, and myself included, I think that's part of the beauty of the FGC. Is that, bootstrapping. Is yeah. that it, it, there is still that that very grassroots feel to pretty much even the biggest events. What was that? Can we pause real quick? Yeah. <laughs> Justin, did you just fart out of your mouth? <laughs> no. Did you not hear that? What was that? I didn't hear anything. When you yeah, jumped was, up in your chair, you went. <laughs> was, maybe it was a chair. I swear no, to God. No, 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 no. It was a grunt of some sort. Mark it. Mark it. Because you need to be aware of it. Okay. Pause no, that real quick. Oh, I- that motherfucker didn't pull it either, did he, Tor? He did not. He, he did. was supposed to pull that he, clip. He did put a marker down in the so I was able to find it. I know, but, but he was under direct. He didn't pull it, and he looked. You can hear him fucking making up excuses during the clip. All right, start it over, please. You got to start it from over. From the whole, from the. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear the whole thing because I got to. I want to hear the build up and then the. <clears throat> yeah. To some people, and myself included, I think that's part of the beauty of the FGC. Is that, bootstrapping. Is yeah. that it, it, there is still that that very grassroots feel to pretty much even the biggest events. What was that? Can we pause real quick? Yeah. Justin, did you just fart out of your mouth? <laughs> no. Did you not hear that? What was that? I didn't hear anything. When you yeah, jumped was, up in your chair, you went. <laughs> was, maybe it was a chair. I swear to God. No, 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 no. It was a grunt of some sort. Mark it. Mark it. Because you need to be aware of it. Okay. Goat, you heard it too. Oh, I definitely heard it. <laughs> so I saw you looking back and forth. I'm like, okay, that wasn't my imagination. Right now. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> the fart came out of like the neck region. <laughs> okay, right. Oh my God. Jimmy, I'm, I'm sorry, but. Oh man. <laughs> oh no, you had to do a beat for that? <laughs> By the way, the fart came out of the neck region. Should be an episode of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm writing down right now. <laughs> was that the name of the episode? No, it was. Uh, it was not. That was not the name. What was the the name? 
Because I, I guarantee he didn't write that down. No, too, he did he's not. trying to bury this story. The name was Sexy Man Dave. Of the, of the yeah, episode. he didn't. He did not offer the fart came out of the neck region <laughs> as an option for that night. All right, so in hearing that, yeah, what is your reaction to it? Because you were not in the room at the time. So that that's tough because I move around in the chair a good amount. Sure, I, I you know maybe I'm not as big as Jester, but I'm still big enough for where chairs have screamed underneath me. And I, but I think we all are aware of what that sounds like. When that happened, yeah, it's it's a, that was it, it was some type of I've never heard indigestion that loud where it could be even if he had his mouth closed, right? He did, and then for it to 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 be in his throat like that, right? And to involuntary inter goats, what was that? It, it's perfect, yeah, it's because perfect summation of he didn't know it was happening. And the thing about it, which which Jester needs to understand, is we're not. I'm not trying to pile on here, but it was loud enough that Goat it interrupted him speaking. Yes. The neck fart. <laughs> and th- what's so disturbing about it, if he just went like, Ugh. you know, we all belch or sh- shit like that, like sure. his pound of beers, his mouth was fucking closed and his neck was level with the microphone. That's what made it so unique. I wish it got better. I wish he, I wish he was right up on it so I could really hear what that was. Yeah, but at it, least there's evidence that it's there. That it was picked up. Because sometimes... Know? Anthony will be breathing and snoring while he's awake right. an entire show, but a lot of it won't get picked up because we're speaking or, he, you know, sometimes he's speaking. Sure. But when it's a dead zone and you hear. That, that's exactly. Then, that's the whole show, by the way. And I'm like, OK, well, there it is, Anthony. And, and he doesn't believe it. The dead zone, by the way, is yeah. the back of Batman's mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the dead zone. Ain't no teeth back there. Deader than Dillinger. Um, <laughs> this is bad, man. So did you, uh, you said you enhanced it? Yeah, I tried to boost it up a little bit and and try to isolate where it was. I'm not thrilled about this work. I got you, but it gives good context. I tried here. Grassroots field. (laughs) That's it. See, now in this clip, hit it again. Grassroots field. I'm telling you, if you listen to it multiple times, at first it almost sounds like a snore or like a throat clear. But if you listen to it like a third time, you can hear it's involuntary. Grassroots field. Dude. Yeah. If that was coming out of your ass, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That's what it would sound like. Dude. Problem is, man, he's not going to take it seriously. You shouldn't be making noises like that. And then the immediate compensation of like trying to pretend like it wasn't him when it clearly was. Yeah. Best case scenario, he knew it was him. He does it all the time. He was lying and trying to cover it up. That's the best case. That's scenario. what I would hope. Me too. Even though, how are you going to, we all heard it. Like, it stopped the show. It put the brakes on the show. I've never worked with anyone more that just makes more noises. Like, just existing than him. Uh, Him and Ant-Man, if they had a noise off, (laughs) can you imagine? (laughs) This might be an amazing exercise tour. Is if we set those guys up with mics and they just recorded an hour of sleep they had. Oh, my God. For one night. Just Jester takes the fucking sleep apnea mask off for an hour. Ammon doesn't have one. The noises coming out of those guys, both from the asshole and from the mouth. We can and do them fr- like that. I mean, I think that'd be an easy thing to do. You want a sober night's sleep or maybe like a heavy hitting night's sleep? You know, that's a really good. I mean, I think I think drunk would make everything better. It yeah. would exacerbate everything. Because, well, I don't know. Ammon might make more noise sitting there awake, you know, because when he's asleep, he's kind of quiet. Right. Know? He's not a big snorer. He does snore. Joe's dying, too. Joe has no idea that he's fucking <laughs> passing away right in front of us. You see him when he's fucking sleeping in those goddamn rooms. All right. Um, I think this is less mockery and more 
concern. More, I can't believe that that just happened. I hope Jim gets the proper help. Can I hear the uh, enhanced version one last time? Yeah, of course. Grassroots field. <laughs> right out of the neck. And then what right. people need to understand, a listening audience, he was adjusting himself, and his neck was level with the mic. It wasn't like he was <clears throat> nothing like that. Right. Nothing like that. And then he denied it. <laughs> The Virginia Pizza Crusade is on a mission to find the best slices in the Commonwealth. To keep up with the reviews, be sure to follow the Virginia Pizza Crusade on Instagram, at Virginia Pizza Crusade. Tor, are you cool if I uh, wax poetic for a moment? Oh, I'd love, I'd love that. Okay, well, thank you. I, I want to believe you. Um, I'm going to choose to believe you. Um, <laughs> would you say I'm a happy person? No. <laughs> Holy shit, that was fast. <laughs> God damn. Well, that gives me a lot to think about. <laughs> Tor, do you think I have a six pack? No. <laughs> Do you think my dick's over or under five? And under! <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's, people are going to reference that one for a while. That's going to get some run. I, I think you can be happy. <laughs> you don't have to qualify. I'm just. Honesty is, a, I appreciate your honesty. It's one of the reasons why I like doing shows with you. Sure. Tori, do you think I'm happy? No. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Next. Uh, you didn't know I was going to ask you that. No. That's why the, the speed at which the answer came was it was shocking. You don't think I'm a happy guy? I mean, if, <laughs> if we were going to go 100 days, right? 100 days? Every bit of... 55 of those, I don't think you're very happy. Oh, you're being way more generous than you should be. If I get five happy days, Monday, Tuesday, happy days, if, yeah. I, get, if I get a week out of 100 days, I'd sign up for that every fucking 100 days. I didn't know, I, I didn't know that's the mojo I put out there. So you have happy hours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's At happy good. hour, usually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I enjoyed. Like, I was having fun doing the uh, the bourbons of the round table. That was that good. was fun. Yeah, it was a good couple hours strung together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like doing this. Like, I think I'll have fun watching the the Bucks and the Cowboys. I think. Maybe. Maybe. I didn't have any fun in Tennessee. <laughs> okay. I was okay at Bucky's. I was happy. Okay. All I right. was happy at Bucky's. But it is very rare. Like, it, there's times where, like, I'm I'm fine with what's going on, but like, saying you're happy is tough. All right, unfortunately, you're correct, and that was uh, that was kind of. I'm. This is not a, a woe is me thing. It's just the way that it is. That's it's kind of the correct answer to set up what I wanted to talk about. I just the um the swiftness of which. It, <laughs> well, Dukes, would which you say that with. I'm happy? Um, I think you're happier than me. Um, and I think, uh, I think you suffer from anyone that is drawn to the type of humor and entertainment you and I are drawn to. It comes from 
sadness and oh, pain. A lot of illness. <laughs> a lot of pain and a lot of mental illness and a lot of old hurt, too. That's the problem. Would you agree? Oh, it ain't, yeah. ain't a lot of new hurt. It's a lot of old hurt. Like, I get people saying real nasty things all the time. I think that just fucking flies off. Like, sure. This hurts. You know, there's roots growing over it. Oh, um, so while I, I think I think when you're with your boys in that house and you guys are eating edibles and hooting and hollering and blowing each other and and fucking you got the you got the decanter and you're pouring the vodka out and pouring it back in and screaming at each other and no one's washing any dishes and you're stealing cold cuts. I do think you're happy. That's pretty fun. And that's a that's a, a nice chunk of time for you. Um, I think you're happy for the most part, baby girling. It sounds like you enjoy that. Um, yeah, I would, I, I, I don't know if I'd characterize you as a happy person, but sure. it certainly would be a more difficult answer than, than the one that you <laughs> fired out the, the millisecond the fucking question was done. Who do you think is a happy person though? Oh shit. Happy person. See, I think Ant-Man's a happy person. Yeah. I really do. I think he most of the time he's happy, which is why you know we can bust his balls all he wants. But at the end of the day, I mean, would you get? I what would you give up to just be walking around happy all day? Whatever that ignorance is, I don't have enough of it. I've never made enough money to be happy or bought anything or you know none of that. I'm happy like with with my chick and like my dog and stuff. Like they make me happy. But I, it's, it's different than just walking around fucking happy. You know, I'm trying to think. Eric seems like he's happy. Well, Eric, Eric seems happy. You're shaking your head. He says no. You're not happy. He seems happy. On Hill is happy. On Hill's a happy. On Hill is a happy person, and whatever the opposite of that is, Othman Musharab and the tube way opposite. The tube. There. It's crazy too, because tube is such a passionate guy. Yeah, I think goat is happy. I would say goat's happy. Goat's happy. Is drab happy? Oh. Now keep in mind, stupid people are happy. Yeah. And I love drab, but he has. <laughs> few characteristics i think drab's happy even with the crazy home life i really do i think he likes chaos i think he likes turmoil he has both of those in spades right now i think he likes his job he's told me he's happy with those guys um i think drab's a happy person i don't think i've really seen drab unhappy outside of a show well you should have seen it when we pulled the cover off that painting that's hanging up on the wall he was unhappy when that happened yes there was a big neck vein there there's a big neck vein a lot of forehead veins too and you could see them because there was no hair to obfuscate them um. Yeah, making a list of uh, unhappy people in your life is probably like Joe's unhappy, right? Does Joe seem like a happy dude to you? Uh, no. Monk is incredibly unhappy. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's an interesting thing to try to I mean, suss out. Jester. Jester's positive, but I don't think he's happy. He he is not nearly as upset about the shit in his life as the you and I are, or any of the listeners. Yeah. I, I Jester might be happy. You ever seen him do that stupid little dance? Sure. I mean, that's just him standing there being dumb and fat. Like, he just stands there and he wants to do that little dance. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Don't write that down. I just, it should be an option. <laughs> You're going to call the episode dumb and fat? Standing there dumb and fat. Well, that could be any of those. I mean, that, could, that literally yeah, could be about anybody. It would be open-ended. Yeah, it'll be a riddle. Like, oh, I wonder what this is about. <laughs> well, it was, do- well, was Tor doing a ballroom this weekend. Oh. Uh, Duke stepped out of the shower. <laughs> he's dumb and he's fat. We're dumb and fat. Middays. KZO it. Um, 
Um, that is an interesting. That is something. I know we're gonna do a couple of mailbags uh, later. Ask shoots. I'd like to hear people re- react to that topic. I, I, I think that would be a good topic to take calls on if we were, you know, capable of doing such a thing. Especially amongst the people surrounding the show. What about some of is Corey Rita happy? Oh. He's not happy in here when the show's happening. Correct. But he seems like I mean, when I'm looking at him on so I mean, he seems like he's not an unhappy guy. I think Corey Rita has a shot at being pretty happy. Ham scammer seems happy to me. Kevin Smith? That's tough. No. I don't think Kevin Smith is happy. No, I don't think he's happy. Never seen him smile. Never seen him smile. Never seen him enjoy the show. That's a bummer. Yeah. Always bums me out. You know what? Joe might be happy. Smoky Mountain Joe? Because he... When he's... He, I've never seen someone so enthralled or happy when Joe kept on saying the kolache on That's Friday true. night. That's true. Or he, when he was eating a kolache. Yeah. Do you remember how happy he was just eating a kolache? That was pure bliss. See, I can't even enjoy moments like that because I'm like, you fat fucking turd. Like, even <laughs> as I'm sitting there succumbing to the addiction, I'm just like, you yeah. just want to kill yourself for it. Yeah, it's tough. Um, it'd be very difficult to make a list of people that I, I believe are happy and very, very not difficult to make a list of people that I think are unhappy. But that's neither here nor there. Um the reason why I brought it up is that Saturday, I think, was this past Saturday. No, excuse me. Sunday. This past Sunday, I think, was actually one of those times. Um, Saturday, I worked at the shop, and then uh, the Titans game was that night. Uh, so we were hanging out, and uh, Adam McNair came over, and the boys came over. So it was a fine time. But the next morning, I was doing something that's kind of tough. Uh, my wife's grandmother is still with us. God bless her. I believe she's in her 90s. And um, she's kind of... Uh, not as mobile as she used to be. She used to come over to our house for Christmas, but because she can't get around anymore, we had to go uh, there. And she has a, a house in the back of my wife's aunt and uncle's house, which is actually kind of cool yeah. um, that you can do that. And it kind of avoids her going into you know whatever it would be, assisted living and what have you. So we were going over there for that. And um, that's, that's a little... Sometimes that can be rough because it's a 90-year-old woman's house. There's no there's like no music. It's, it's like little things. Like she doesn't have music on. The, the it's always warm. Um it's just it's not and she's a, you know a 100-pound 90-year-old woman, so it's not a house built for me, you know? So if I need a diet coke, it ain't going to be there. <laughs> you know, if I'm drinking there's not going to be any bur- like anything that I need. It's got to be brought with me. Petite old chairs that is, that's chairs I've where seen. I'm like yeah. motherfucker. If this thing gives out underneath me and well, all his family around, I mean, how am I going to live that? Talk up, take a seat. I'm all right. That's exactly. It was a lot of me standing until I saw like other people sit in chairs and then get up and I'm like, all right, yeah. maybe I'll risk this. Um, but uh, th- I like her family very much, and uh, it was awkward when we first got there because it was just her parents, us, and uh, Meemaw. And so it it just, you know, it, it was all like an hour, so conversation kind of waned because she can't hear very well, and it's like, I have a lot of respect for old people, and I feel like we don't treat them with enough respect, but she doesn't, like, watch the TV shows, she doesn't watch sports, she doesn't listen to me. Like, so it's very limited what you can actually discuss yeah. with somebody. And then there's you know, uh, silence. And that for me, that's very awkward. I, for some people it isn't for me. It, it is. Um, but once her whole family started getting over and, uh, they got uh, barbecue, um, which w- was good, but I offered to, I offered to get monks next year. I think they're going to take me up on it. Um, her uncle had uh, a bottle of Woodford. And so, uh, was able to have a, a few of those and we were all just kind of sitting around 
and just shooting shit and giving each other Christmas presents. And it was uh, it was nice. I don't get a lot of family time, as you know. So it was a fun thing to be around people. I'm not saying they weren't, you know, they don't have arguments and stuff, but they all get along and they're all busting balls and, you know, we're talking about stuff and having a few drinks. And it, it was very, very nice. And it's out in the woods and it's a, a nice area. So, and my wife did a thing that she normally never does, and I was very appreciative. She looked down at her watch, and she knew that I was sacrificing watching the 1 o'clock games. She saw it was 3 o'clock, and she said, we got to go. Because ah. she knew that I wanted to watch some football, no, and I was like, good. and I didn't even have to ask. I didn't have to say nothing. Yeah. It just happened. And I was like, wow, that's really, really cool. Right. Um, so we got in the truck, and she's like, do you want to stop someplace and watch football? I said, yeah. That sounds pretty fucking good. There's, you know. There's a place, I don't know if you've ever been to it. Have you heard of Two Silos? I have heard of Two Silos. It's in Manassas. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Like, I, I, there's no free plugs. And, um, you know, if I'm going to choose a place, a big brewery, distillery place, I'm going to choose Flying Ace. But we were driving back past Manassas, so it was sitting right there. And they just do a really good job. They got a distillery and a brewery. And they have, um, for winter, they have these igloos that are the size of this whole building. So you walk in and it's oh, like, like a that. bar, yeah. And there's in the middle of this igloo is like the biggest Christmas tree I've ever seen. But before that happens, um, we're driving and we're on this two lane road. It's um, Cat Harpin. I don't remember. It's Catlet. I don't remember. It's out where John Norman lives. It's somewhere out there in the Boons, and uh, it's it's a, it's a hall. And we're driving past this one house, and in the front yard there is a bird that is tearing apart something like a fox or a a fucking rabbit or something. It looked big. And I looked over and I said, oh, wow, I think that, that hawk must have fucking just grabbed that. And as we blew by it, my wife said, that's a bald eagle. And I said, what? And she goes, it's a bald eagle. I've never seen one in the wild. I I love bald eagles. I've looked in probably 10 times in my life to figuring out. I've, I donate. There's a bald eagle conservatory in the in D.C. Like we've donated to that many times. There's an eagle cam whenever they get uh, hatched. We, we, My wife and I sit down and we watch like the little. We've watched them where. We watch them from when they come out of the fucking eggs to when they they just jump out of the fucking yeah. and they're eagles now and it's it's moving when it happens because you watch the dad and the mom they're like feeding them and they're chilling and fucking raising these things and then eventually they're they're no longer little ugly eagle babies which are butt ugly if you've ever seen them <laughs> I don't know how they don't get beat up uh, but they turn into fucking you know raptors and it's amazing so I fucking slam on the brakes in the middle of this road and I pull a fucking Dukes of Hazard while I swing the ass end of the truck back. And luckily, there's nobody coming because it's remote and I drive back and son of a bitch, it was a fucking bald eagle and it was it was sitting there and it knew we were there. Like it stopped for a second and like started watching us. But you could tell he fuck you. He's like, nobody. You think I'm a fly away? I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to uh, sit there and eat this dead ass thing. This is my meal. And it just had an energy, man. Like, and it had a fucking different energy than any I've you know I've seen bears and stuff in real life, but I've I'd never seen a bald eagle, and it was uh, it was very moving. And I, my wife took a video of it, like eating, and we took some pictures, and I just sat there watched it for a while. And I remember saying to her, I said, "I'm gonna get out, and I'm gonna see how close I can get to it." And she's like, "No, you're not. You're not gonna do that. Stay in the fucking car." And I said, "What do you mean?" And she's like. You know those people in Yellowstone that you always bitch about that go up and try to, like, touch the buffalo and shit? Yeah. Just don't be one of those fucking people. And I was like, you know what? I'm glad you're here. Because I just was so wrapped up in it that I wanted to hop the fence. I don't know what I even would have done. Like, I don't, I couldn't have pat it. I mean, I'm sure if it wanted to, it could have chewed my face off. You just but, wanted to see it. But then I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm going to bother it? It's going to fly away from this thing that it killed? Like, I mean, what what, what is it going to do? But I was just so wrapped up in the moment that I wanted to be closer to it. Um but it was great, and I and I found, I found myself. It was very weird, but I found, I got 
a little choked up and she's like what the fuck is wrong with you she's like why are you crying about this bald eagle and i was like i just find it moving like the the symbolism of it and they're so rare and i know that i had a, had a bunch of people that were like um doing that bit everybody you know what everybody loves a one-upper of course sure it's the, it's the best thing especially on social media leaving comments like well if you live in the pacific northwest i see him every day driving to work i'm like Okay, uh, I've never seen one in the wild, and it's right here in front of me, and there are no cars coming either way, and it was like completely silent out. It was just a very nice moment. It was nice. It was nice. And it was right around then when I saw the bald eagle and we're driving towards the bar. I was like, this is a pretty good day. You know, it's not a bad day. We get to this place, uh, two silos, and there's people there, but there's not a lot of people there, and it's cold out, and they still have all their lights up. And when I say lights, they've got one of my favorite things in the earth is there's only a few places that can do this. They've got those wreaths that are so big that, like, you don't even know where they can put them. Yeah, like, where yeah, do they yeah, put yeah. this fucking thing when it's not Christmas? And it's got the white lights around it with the big bow. And they've got them everywhere. And they've got Christmas trees everywhere. And they've got lights all over the place. So, you're like, you're walking in and it's cold and you're breathing smoke. And it's all lit up. Like, all the buildings are lit up. And it just looked amazing. And uh, I went in, and there was a band starting. And I'm like, motherfucker, I just want to watch football. I hate live music tour. I don't know how you feel about it. It's the best thing in life, and it's the worst thing in life. Yeah. If you want it, it's the best. And if you don't, it's like, Jesus Christ, get away from me. So I see these three losers start. They're breaking out their guitars. And I'm like, fuck all, man. I just want They got TVs all over the place. I'm like, I want to sit down and watch the fucking games. Yeah. I go up to the lady. I'm like, look, lady. Where, where the fuck, where do I go to watch the games? She's like, well, you can sit outside. The heaters are on. And I'm like, 35 degrees outside. Walk outside. Heaters are on point. Oh, just bumping. Heaters are bumping. When I fucking went out, you know how sometimes they put those heaters out that look like just canopies? Yeah. Those don't do anything. Those suck. Those fucking suck. I hate them. And I never, I don't like even seeing them because they don't work and they take up a lot of resources. This bumps. That's what I got for these heaters. <laughs> Certified club banger. It was, it was this thing, this beam that's going across. Yeah. Every single table had one of those, but it was a heater. Oh, that's perfect. So we sit down. Commanders are on one TV. Uh, they're finishing up like Ravens versus Bengals on the other. Then the Eagles game comes on. And they had a – I didn't want any beer because I don't drink beer. I I don't drink beer anymore. I just need to say that. Gotcha. Okay. It's going to weird some people out. I'm not saying I'll never drink beer. I'm not saying I won't drink beer this weekend. But I, I, don't, I don't order beers anymore. I don't drink beers. I, I drink bourbon. That's what I drink now. So I'm sorry if anyone's upset by that, but that's just the way I am. Make I feel better when I don't drink beer. They had a seltzer. It was an orange creamsicle seltzer with no sugar. Oh, stop it. It was fabulous. It was delicious. No free plugs. So I'm sitting there, and I'm drinking an orange creamsicle seltzer, and I'm watching the football outside, and the heaters are on. And I'm just like, this is fucking great. Like, I can't even believe how great this is. And then all of a sudden... Out of nowhere, they have these big speakers everywhere, right? Like everything in this place, they just they spare no expense. Um, it my favorite great. Uh, pull this song up. It's called uh, "I Know You Writer" by uh, the Grateful Dead. It's my favorite song by the Grateful Dead. I um, by far, it's one of my favorite songs on earth. And the problem with "I Know You Writer" is it they always play it um, subsequently after China Cat Sunflower. So they go right from China Cat into "I Know You Writer," right? So it never really gets its own. Just desserts because it's like a symbiotic song. It's played as like fucking part of another song. So there you go. Is this the dead? Yeah. What year is this? Uh, 
Let's see what here. It should. It's kind of a jazzy version. I kind of like it. This is saying 1999 Grateful Dead Productions. Okay, this... I don't know what that means. There's a 72 Live in Paris 2001 remaster. Okay. Oh, that one's five minutes long. I can put that one yeah, on. Yeah, put that one on. Cool. That, I think that's probably one that's more... I would, that's an interesting version of it, but it's not, it's not... It doesn't give you the vibe I'm looking for. So we're sitting at the table, and I'm having my orange cream seltzer, and the chick's having a... A brew dog. Yeah, this is the one everyone's heard. And um, I hear this song. But it's not this song. It is a kind of subdued, very smooth, acoustic version of this song. And nobody ever plays this song. Ever. Like, you, they don't play it on classic rock radio. No bands cover this song. Like, it's... Uh, for Deadheads, it's not obscure. It's one of the bangers. But... You just don't stumble across this song. And it's one of my favorite songs. And it's my favorite Grateful Dead song. I just hear this as I'm drinking a seltzer and I'm watching football and I'm with my chick and we're outside. There's all the Christmas stuff. And I look and the three nerds in the fucking, in the fucking brewery yeah. are starting their set with this song. Oh, shit. Out of nowhere. <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe it. And I turn and I'm like... Are they playing this on the radio? Because it was coming out of the speakers. I was like, this must just be on the radio, but I, I've never heard this version. It was a very cool version. And I and I looked, and I could see them changing the chords on the guitar. I'm like, oh, no, it's them. So they had wired the fucking system up where just what was coming out of the speakers was the band that was playing, but the band was fucking tight enough, and the, the actual recording was doing so well that it sounded like it could have just been someone turned on serious. So like I had a moment there, I was like, that's fucking weird. Like I'm having a really good day. It's all coming up shoot. Yeah, it's, it was shoot-rific. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> so I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. So they finish up with that and they go to the into Cripple Creek and I'm like, well, that's pretty fucking good too. Now it kind of petered out from there. They started playing some shit that everyone plays. I'm sure I heard, if I can strive to you, I am my favorite. That, that took a while to get to, you know what I mean, Thor? At least it took a while. Every Hey, we're coming up here. Who's ready, soft house? Fucking, all right, here we go. Let's get it over. Let's get it over with. Uh, and my girlfriend takes me hand when I'm too drunk to drive. I won't be able to hear anything tomorrow. That's going to be awesome also. Um, but the music was like, it was just nice background music. I'm watching football. We walk over to the igloo. We walk in. There's the biggest Christmas tree I've ever seen. Like we sit down in front of it, watch football for a little bit, and order a couple of drinks. Then there was this fucking the acoustics inside of an igloo, man. They're pretty crazy. There was this fucking very vociferous family that was uh, sitting behind the Christmas tree, yeah. and they were they were having themselves a fucking time uh, okay. so, but it sounded like there was like the voices were banging like right all over the place so I didn't know where it was coming from yeah went back outside and uh, sat back out and like finished the, the, the first half of the games and then uh, left got in the car drove home and watched the the late game the boys came over at a nice time it was um tape to tape I would say it's about as good a day as as I can have and uh those don't come around as often as you would think is the way tour apparently i'm putting that energy out into the world is my <laughs> counterpart over here my young padawan learner didn't even realize he was doing a great job of giving an example of at the beginning of this segment but uh it is um i don't know you feel tour i feel like uh i like bitching people seem to like it when i bitch but it is noteworthy to be able to do the opposites and uh to, it's like leaving a positive 
Yelp review. Yeah. It's probably more productive in your life to leave a positive Yelp review than a, a negative Yelp review. Well, I think it's nice that you're feeling that way about it. Uh, were you emotional afterwards, like at the end of the day at all? Or? Yeah, I was emotional a couple of times. And um, my wife is very good at a lot of different things. Um, I think she's kind of tired of me getting emotional. So I, I didn't get the audience that I kind of wanted when I was expressing why I thought it was a, a good day. But she puts up with so much other shit that is a very small matter. But uh, that's why I wanted to talk about it here. It's just it was it was noteworthy. And I what I like to do is when I have days like that, I like to extend to the audience. I did this online from time to time. When I'm bitching and moaning and complaining and saying I want to die and saying I want to kill everybody and saying that the world sucks. Yeah. Someone just remind me. Just remind me because I maybe I could remember that day and I'll, I'll chill out a little bit. You know what I mean? I do. Does that help you at any point? It, um... I don't know. For the first time, I think in my life, I was super emotional after a uh, family vacation down oh, yeah? to the lake. Like, I think last August. Yeah, I was down there for like five days. And when I was back in Northern Virginia, I was leaving, dropping my sister off, driving home on the Fairfax County Parkway, which right. just like hit me like a fucking Mack truck. And I'm like, wow, that was. you had such a good time. I or? had such a good time. That's awesome. Nothing went wrong. It was just all really pleasant and nice and it was just like wow i guess it was cathartic to have yeah. a, a nice string of days like that what was interesting is that like some of the stuff that happened at the at christmas i won't get into it because i'm showing me sharing a personal business but like you know it wasn't all nice i mean her grandmother it was tough her, her grandmother is a pistol and i've always liked her but i always forget man like we got together when we were 26 it's been i mean it's almost 20 years we're talking about so she was in her 70s now she's in her 90s her aunts were in their like 50s now they're getting close to 70 same yeah. with her parents so for me i feel the same fucking way that i felt when i was 26 like you know the only thing that has changed is the diarrhea like that's and the fatness but as far as like who i am i don't feel i've grown i don't feel like i'm i feel like i'm the same shithead so i'm just sitting there being like yeah we're all together and then i'm like oh wait a minute all, all these people have aged and i'm like oh you've aged too stupid you what? don't think like cell phones have come a long way. You I don't know. It doesn't feel like it. Whenever I because you know, when you're when you're in those situations, I'm I mean, I'm not right then looking at the cell phone. Yeah. I mean that's a good point. I mean technology is <laughs> diarrhea. It's the only thing that feels like it changed me is I have way more diarrhea than I used to. And I'm way fatter. That's it. So that's tough. It's tough. And what I would say to you about your your feelings that you're having with your family is this it's good it's good to take advantage of those moments because you don't know when you've been on the last ones. There was a meme going around, and it, 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 I almost don't want to say it because I get choked up when I say it, but it, there was a meme going around that said, you don't remember when you had your last birthday at McDonald's. And I sat and thought about that for hours. Yeah. And I was trying to – first I was trying to remember my last birthday at McDonald's, and I was like – God damn, I really wish I would have known it was my last birthday at McDonald's because maybe I would have – taking pictures or something and it's the age old adage you never know when you're in the good old days you know yeah and i feel like after Vigo and dukes ended um i was so upset and i was so hurt and i didn't want to do a show with lavar and it was just it was torture like i thought I, I thought that going to work was torture for a very long time but what was going on at the same time is after the show was over we were doing all those mainstream mafia videos and i was doing the broadcast we were filming shit and it was me and like eight or nine fucking buddies hanging out at that radio station we're shooting each other their soft guns and getting drunk and fucking it was i was having the time of my life and i didn't know it i didn't know it right. and like i spent all that time thinking life sucks and then i realized oh god i should have fucking 
I should have known. So to have a moment like what you're, what I'm talking about, what you're talking about with your family is like, you don't know when your sister's going to get married or, you know, your parents are going to decide we're going to sell that place. Like you may think we're going back there every year. I'll give you another example. Try selling it. I'll be in the, I'll be in the crawl space. Yeah, I got you. I'm going to be sitting there fucking dressed up like goddamn Michael Myers waiting for him on in asshole. What's up? (laughs) Oh, so you want to buy this place? Yeah. Giant fucking butcher knife. (laughs) I'll give you an example. Do you remember, um, the house we went to, the beach house with the shot, the shot funds. Yes, where with the, the with the child's where we were yeah, recording yeah. in the yeah. I, I, that that was I I didn't know it at the time, but I think that was one of my favorite beach trips of all time because we did the sh- the shows were funny, it was a great group, and I remember at the time I was irritated the whole fucking time. I was so irritated with everything that was going on. So was I. I was in jeans the whole time. I know you were in <laughs> jeans the whole time because you lost that fucking bet miserable but i remember just being irritated now i now i look back at those pictures and i'm like that's the most fun i've ever had yeah. you never could put the group together again you know what i mean just no. people's lives move in different directions so. yeah that trip was fun i don't know it was something about i love whatever we have a little loft i love whenever there's the a little, little uncomfortable loft for us to fucking do a show and clonk our heads it's a lot it's a lot of fun Chester yeah. beat the shit out of his head up there god do you remember that he, he, he literally i thought he he might have been down for the count. That's still one of my favorite pictures is somehow I was taking a selfie at the exact moment the Jester <laughs> clunked his fucking head on the side of the wall. And it's me looking shocked, Ant-Man like cheering. Yeah. And then Jester almost unconscious with his head at an angle it shouldn't be at. Like, it looked like a check mark. Oh, fuck. That, that was, was a good trip. trip. Circle back around. You're right to feel that way. And it's I, you're lucky that you did because sometimes I'll end a trip like... Pff. But then it takes a year and a half for me to realize, oh, that was fun. Yeah. And oh, you fucking stupid asshole. You didn't appreciate it. Big Shoot is gaming and he wants you to be a part of it. Head over to Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook. Turn on your notifications and you'll know when Shooter is going live. Tune in to see big finishing moves, tall vampire ladies, and samurais in Tsushima. Follow Chad Duke Show Gaming to get all the info you need on any of the giveaways that take place as well. Are we done trashing, Joe? Are you guys okay? Oh, we got to talk about two <laughs> yeah. things. I don't like to think of Monk as a dumb person. He's one of my closest friends, and he's also a provider from the show. He does a lot for us. But he's just as dumb as the rest of you, and that actually makes me feel better. Because um, when you you got, meet someone that's real successful, you're like, well, they must know something I don't. But he doesn't. He's dumb. He's very lucky. Yeah, yeah. So during the uh, lunch at, at Virginia Pizza Crusade, if you'd like to see the results. Uh, first, I feel like before we tear everybody apart, it needs to be said that we experienced the greatest basket of free bread anyone has ever experienced. <laughs> yes. And I don't want to shit on the chocolate bread at Outback. <laughs> and I don't want to shit on the donut bread at Artie's or the fucking whatever the Texas Roadhouse has with that cinnamon. Mm-hmm. There's some pretty good free bread out there. Yeah. I came back from I went outside to get uh, something out of my truck and uh, Joe was out there. And so we kind of were both walking in and Ant-Man and Joe, uh, excuse me, Ant-Man and Monk were sitting at the table at this place and your eyes look like like a giant squid like they were so big like these giant eyes what 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 did they brought over to the table it was a, a basket of garlic knots and and they looked they looked normal now you're saying garlic yeah. knots yeah. but it was just it wasn't a knot though it was it like, was their rolls it, yeah it was like it was almost like a bisque it was it, no it was like it curled up bis- like a knot like a garlic knot i thought i, I guess I, was, I don't know sorry it, go it, ahead though it was crazy yeah. it was four inches tall it was so fluffy and covered in butter and and Garlic, garlic fill, just the right amount of Parmesan cheese on the top of it. Like oh. it, was, it, 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 you guys kept saying you got to try the bread. And I'm like, I'm, I'm really want to eat 
four slices of pizza. And if mm-hmm. I think I have one of these massive rolls, I'm not going to be able to do it. But eventually I had a bite of it, and you're like, this is just... It's just fantastic. Yeah, exactly. And if they brought a fuck... I feel like if they brought two baskets of those, and we ordered those five raviolis, that could be lunch very easily. Yeah. They offered us more. <laughs> yeah, they offered us more than fucking bread. Yeah, the bread was free. I gotta say, man, that service in that place, some of the best service that we've had. Oh, like, yeah. They weren't mad when we walked in early. Mm-hmm. They brought us the bread. They, they got us multiple refills. From Manassas, I think that's about as good as it yeah. fucking gets. Yeah, it, it was it was a nice place. Boy, that garlic, those garlic knots. You got to go to that. The place is on the, the what is it called again? Bella, Bella Vita? Bella Vita. Yeah. Bella Vita in uh, Manassas. It was on Instagram. Uh, go check it out. You can um, check out the review up there. So um, Joe arrives a little bit late, and mm-hmm. he sits down. And I uh, I said, Joe, Anthony's ordered these fried, or one of you guys ordered these fried raviolis. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're very good. I, I tried one, and they were, the cheese was very creamy. Oh, no. And uh, you like fried raviolis, Jimmy? I've never had them, but Monk's giggling, so I'm excited. This thing on, I've ever heard, on, but he's about to on, get to it. Hold on. Yeah. Did you hear what he, Jim just said? What did he say? Say it again. Monk's giggling? No, the fart, the, the fart before that. I've never had them before? He's never had fried, fried raviolis. Ravioli? What? It's, pretty, it's a pretty common thing at a cheaper pizza place just, or Italian. He just keeps yeah. on giving, man. <laughs> he just fucking keeps on giving. Well, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> because I think when Jim goes out for a nice Italian dinner, it's Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> is what I think it is. Is there a better place? Yeah, there's uh, no better place than Olive Garden. I mean, I think they have fried ravioli. <laughs> Do they really? I think so. I think it's one of their appetizers. I wouldn't want it. I am embarrassed whenever I drive past the lot. Because it's always packed. Like, everyone's oh, always yeah. in the Olive Garden eating those shitty breadsticks. Um, <laughs> Jester, imagine a ravioli, but fried. I mean, it sounds amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I can't. We're gonna have to take him someplace where he can have. I still, some- I still think he has a leg up on Joe, though. You think so? Maybe. Jester said he wasn't gonna eat one of the Southwest egg rolls in Nashville because he didn't know what was in there, and the only reason he did is because I made him fucking try one. What does the Southwest make that you don't like? <laughs> I don't, I don't it's know. all delicious. Scorpions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Othello would like if there was a scorpion egg yeah. roll that we could all eat. <laughs> Look at these, dog. Yeah, I think he was thinking vegetables. Could be. Sometimes yeah. there's vegetables. Yeah. Um. So Joe takes one of the little little guys, the little fried raviolis, and he eats it. And he's like, "Well, this is pretty cool. This for me." And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "You know, this make this a lot better." And I said, "What's that, Joe?" And he goes, "Some marinara sauce to dip it in. Like maybe they should give that to us next. Is the marinara?" And we all kind of like, we all kind of like looked at each other. We, we locked eyes. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> what you see, Jim, on the plate. Was a cup of marinara sauce. Okay. Okay. So, I'm asking you if, if you don't know what fried ravioli is, right? Right. But if a tray of fried ravioli came out, right, and there was a little ramekin of red sauce, what do you think it would be? I mean, I would assume it would be pizza sauce, but maybe ketchup. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. What did I say now? <laughs> Dude. They're the same. Hold on. Maybe. Hold on. Maybe the three of us are more cultured than we think. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> because... <laughs> I think Jester and Joe are probably your average fucking dude walking around out there. So if you saw it, would you think... By the way, he said pizza sauce. He didn't say yeah. marinara sauce. <laughs> same difference. Okay. But but for you well, it's in your the mind, same thing, but yeah, yeah, you would yeah. think okay, that could be marinara, that could be ketchup. Would you think maybe cocktail sauce? 
Uh, if it looked like marinara sauce, then possibly. Okay, so all three of those would be on the table right. for you. Like the ketchup's a different consistency, though. It's more of a solid. Sure. Okay. But because it's ravioli, and ravioli is usually served with what? Marinara sauce. Okay. Would you, would you then hopefully assume that that was a cup of marinara sauce sitting on the plate? I would assume yes. Okay, all right. Because earlier you said ketchup, too. Yeah. I'm trying to think outside fucking... the box. I just, I, I just don't know about shit. ravioli and yeah. ketchup together in any capacity. I love Jim yeah, yeah. so much. He's a gold mine. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking gold mine. <laughs> and every time you're like, maybe I'll hit a pocket of poisonous gas. Nope, it's just more gold. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of noxious gas, Jester, if you want to go ahead and fucking knock that one out right there, that'd be absolutely tremendous. Uh, thank you again to Bobby Double L for donating on ChadDukeShow.com and keeping the lights on here in the Fortress of Solid. Dudes, amen, if you don't mind, please. Harry to Roy. What? <laughs> what the hell was that? What were you trying to do? Jim, I need you to isolate that. <laughs> Hooray the boy. <laughs> Hooray the boy? I, I, what happens to you guys when you come in I, here? Like, is there fucking some sort of like uh, nitrous oxide was, that you take it hits off of that I don't uh, see? I was looking at him and just picturing him dumping ketchup on giraffe. All right, am I? <laughs> and I started laughing. All right, am I? I thought he was doing a goat bit, like trying to do a voice. I think he's just doing a dumb bit. Hopefully that wasn't his grease man. Were you doing the dumb bit? Yeah, yeah. I, f I forgot what I was saying for a minute. You forgot you were saying, hey there, boy? Yeah. There's a, mark there's that, a complex please. phrase. Hey, the boy. He, Monk, he didn't get hey there or boy yeah, out of his fucking it. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell happened? You might reconsider the elf bar. Oh, I'm going <laughs> I want to look around here and see if there's a tank of nitrous that these motherfuckers hit before they come in here. Because something happens to their ability. I was just drinking on the way here. <laughs> Speaking of that, I, I want to finish up oh. with the uh, Joe story. I uh, pulled up behind the very understated, giant, <laughs> fat-tired, jacked-up bar uh, barbecue mobile with Monk's yeah. own name on the back of it. Mm -hmm. And I saw a, a glow in the window, and it was just Monk driving down the street with his phone up, not even looking at the fucking road. Yeah. <laughs> I followed him through like eight lights. He didn't look down on that phone fucking once. I was looking, I was looking for a tropical fish store. <laughs> you should have be looking at the red lights in Fairfax. They're all, they're all Fuck that. I have, a, I have a sixth sense for these sorts of Dude. things. I don't even have to look at the road for 30 seconds. He didn't seconds. even. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you like sneak, well, you, you're not a good person to talk. If you look at your phone, you sneak a peek, and then you go back up. Yeah. Straight up in front of him. If there was a cop, he's going to jail. I didn't know you were having road zones, too. <laughs> this man's a fucking... I mean, there's, there's good alignment in that thing. It's brand this new. This man's a scofflaw. Straight as an arrow. <sighs> Joe says, this should be some marinara. <laughs> My stomach hurts. Yeah. We both look at it. We all look at it, like, down at the cup. And we look at Joe and go, well, Joe, what about, what about that? And he goes, oh... I just assumed that was ketchup. <laughs> and because Jim already blew the air out of the fucking Damn Joe because he's yeah. dumb as Joe. But, dude, and then we all just start laughing our asses off. So Joe assumed they brought ketchup out with the fried raviolis. <laughs> Maybe that was the first time Joe's had fried raviolis. You don't know what it is either. I just, I mean, but if it was calamar, like, it, what would they not have brought marinara out with? That was a fucking appetizer there, like the fried the mussels. They, yeah, maybe French fries yeah. if they just had French fries, but you're not ordering that there. No, and, and I, I don't know, man. That that was the worst food take I think I've. I can remember in history. I was stunned I, when he said it. Listen, I have a whole bunch of stupid questions in restaurants because sure. I've had to field them from people over and over and over again. 
That was one of the dumbest things. Is that ever been? You've never even heard that one no, before? No. Well, now you've no. heard it twice in one day. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. From two people that you're <laughs> close with. <laughs> two people that you'd have in your home. <laughs> I can't fucking well, believe Jim. I, it, you said ketchup. I that that was shocking to me. I thought that was a, again another slam dunk for poor Jimmy. Yeah, we're trying to trying to feed the offense through tonight. Listen, I've got ketchup and barbecue sauce, and to my recollection, nobody's ever con even confused those two. Right to go from ketchup to marinara at an Italian restaurant okay. in a ravioli dish. But it, when I, I if I'm walking into Monk's Barbecue. And there is a reddish sauce provided. I'm going to assume that that is barbecue sauce yeah. because I am in a barbecue restaurant. Absolutely yeah. right. And I'm, we I'm, were in a Italian <laughs> restaurant today. <laughs> Not even just a pizzeria. It was an Italian yeah, restaurant. Yeah, it was a sit-down joint. Yeah. They had all the fucking shit. They had gnocchi. Yeah, gnocchi. <laughs> I love gnocchi. Veal. They have everything there. Now, is that called gnocchi? Inyoki. Inyoki. Yeah. I never say it right, so I always just say gnocchi because people think it's funny and I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> I, just say, I just say gnocchi because I'm lazy. But it's gnocchi. I think it's mm -hmm. gnocchi. Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah, get the yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like it. I like, I like it gnocchi. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it is. They had the veal. They didn't have veal piccata. My, my broad was very fucking upset about that. But lots of dead little baby calf. Yeah. Delicious yeah. stuff. Uh, Jester, let me know when you're ready for a uh, another slurp. We okay. were nice enough to have another donation, which is very nice. Okay, uh, Joe's stupid. Oh. My stomach hurts from laughing. Oh, you're not <laughs> so, going to. Uh, I might have to go piss got, got a workout. It's not time, is it? No. What to piss? <laughs> oh, I might have to piss here in a minute for sure. It's been thirty. Are you in pain? I, I, haven't, have I haven't laughed that hard. In it's a while. been thirty. <laughs> it's been thirty minutes. I know. The but, second, but the laughing didn't. I, I understand. <laughs> the second part of that story, and unfortunately, Monk goes into the same dumb off with with Joe and now Jim. No. There Eric, no one is donating. We were, we're fine. <laughs> just in case. Eric just brought up 18 bush lights. Yeah. <laughs> you got to give him credit. He didn't bring up no coffee, though. Fucking Monk had a, a dad and my wife bring up coffees. The lengths, we have now had six different people contribute to Monk being able to stay awake during the show. Yeah. Had the coffee machine purchased by Joe Azer, delivered. It was set up by two other people. Eric then brought creamer and sugar and stirrers, <laughs> but no coffee. And then my wife had to bring the coffee over because Monk was going to fall asleep standing up in the back of this fucking studio. Well, Chad, it takes a village. <laughs> yeah. I need a lot of support to do um, what I do. And that, you know, the, themes, the theme of that is the, the lady that, uh, that uh, Ted voted for for president. All right. <laughs> Did you just hear another uh, noise out of Jim? Yeah. Yeah. Was it a neck fart? Yeah, it was a neck fart. Jimmy, you all right? <laughs> yeah, it just burped. No, but your mouth is closed when you're doing it, and it's coming out of the fucking aperture right here where your Adam's apple used to be before your wife took it. All right, so let's do this. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Monk. So today... You all right, Amy? <laughs> He's going to pee himself. Oh. If I had 10,000 Ant-Mans, man, I'd be fucking Andrew Dice Clay in 85. It'd be fucking unbelievable. It really would be great. Um... Today, uh, we were doing, or yesterday, we were doing the uh, the beautiful pizza crusade, and um, I wanted to take a, a picture at the table, and I had worn this, this shirt that Ant-Man actually had gone into sliced pizza in the Outer Banks, one of my favorite spots, and uh, somehow they had put it together that you were with me, and that there was a show, and that we've been sending people down there. Like, I've never ever gone in there and swung my dick out and said, hey, you know who I am? But I've been sending people to that place for 100 years. So Ant-Man went in there, and the guy actually, what, he stopped you, right? So when I went to pick it up, they 
they asked for my ID to show that I was the one that paid for it. Okay. And then when he saw that I was from Virginia, he said, how did you know about this place? And I said, oh, my buddy Chad, who hosts a radio show and a podcast, right. told me about this place, and he, he refers it all the time. We come down here every year. We get a couple pizzas, and he was like, oh, I've had a ton of people come in and try to get these pizzas. That's great. But they always come in and want to just order them to go. And, and you know, we had to order for the like next two days day. ahead of yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so – when I said that, he said, hey, can I give you a T-shirt? And so that's how And that's I, the T-shirt I'm wearing today. Yes. So it's kind of just like, it's not a big deal, but for me, it's a big deal. I've been eating at that yeah. pizza place for 100 years, and it's down at the beach, which I love. So I was going to tag them in the photo to let them know that I got the shirt, that Ant-Man gave me the shirt, because I found the bag with the fucking shirts in it from the trip two days ago, because it's generally the way that it goes. <laughs> so Monk is sitting across the table from me, and I said, hey, Monk, do you mind flipping this thing around and taking a quick selfie of us so I can post it so he, the guy can see I'm wearing a shirt? You would have thought... That I handed Monk the nuclear football. Like, the, the, the president said, here, Monk, you take care of this. We're about to go to war with China. Flip it open and launch those nukes. That is how terrified he looked. So he holds the phone out and goes, where do I push the button? I go, I thought there were side buttons on there. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, the camera is up. Yeah. It's flipped to selfie mode. There is a giant circle. Everyone knows what yeah. it, everybody knows what Jesse, you know what it looks like, right? I do. When you take a picture? I've, listen. I've, Meanwhile, it looks the same as when you're, he's going to say he doesn't take selfies, which I've is never fine. never taken a selfie. Fine. But you know what the camera looks like, and it's the same. Yeah. It doesn't change for the selfie mode. And it's the same on an Android and an iPhone. <laughs> They're all the same. So the so screen is up. The button is there. Monk says, where's the button? <laughs> and I say, it's, it's right. In, what do you mean, where's the button? It's on the screen. It's right in front of it. He goes, oh, I can't do it. He said I, it's on the I, I wrong panicked. side. Yeah, it's on the wrong side. <laughs> he just realized I had to flip the phone, but yeah. He is way a lot of pressure. Dude, I, first of all, Monk has never fully opened his eyes since I've known him. His eyes were wide fucking open twice. Yeah. Once for the bread, once for the selfie. <laughs> and he goes, hey, man, take it. Take the phone. And he, I'm like, but I wanted you. And then I feel like, I feel like an asshole because I'm like, I want you to take it because then the dude will see my shirt. If Ant-Man takes it, he's on the same side of the table as communication me. that wasn't conveyed. So, I, you know, I didn't that, think I needed to over communicate the fucking picture. That, then I, I think I would have done better. I've never seen you so panicked. I've never in I my mean, life yeah. I've seen you so freaked out. I was real confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was honestly looking for the side button to just take it. So right. I, and I couldn't comprehend. Why do you keep like, saying have, the side button? Well, because <laughs> yeah. I, I take um, um, screenshots all the time. And that's, okay. that's kind of like the camera going off. So I'm like... A, <laughs> So I'm going to hit both of the buttons and make it. But then I realized that Jim. It, that just takes a screenshot. This, yeah, this I, man is literally a millionaire. Know, he know. owns several yeah. businesses. I know. And then I couldn't figure out the button was always on the other side of the screen. But right. my hand was going to oh, cross the, the the lens. And he, he is so inopportune. He just fucking right there and stepped all over your fucking monologue. You sound like a Here boob. he comes. There he goes. It's the I'm hibachi. I don't like it. Zero. You go take one of those when he comes back. Jimmy. Monk, how many... How many people do you employ? Uh, about 96. Between the two businesses, wow. yes. What would they think if they thought you were terrified to take a well, fucking... The, the, the young ones would be, would, would think I'm a The young ones? Idiot. My dad yeah. takes pictures on his phone. He's 78 yeah. years old. Well, I don't feel pressure with him. With, with, with you... You felt pressure I, I, at the I pizza pressure, place? Yeah, because I'm trying to get the frame and the lighting right. And I was wondering Holy if there was like filters shit. or anything that I needed to use. 
I love it that he's taking so many screenshots that just using the cameras for Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even use the camera for anything. It's just screenshots. Yeah, but shit you on got pictures on your phone. It's, it's usually me screenshotting people taking selfies and then sending them to people and making fun of them. That's usually what it is. Like, look at this asshole. But you've seen yeah. the posts <laughs> for the pizza reviews. I always include a picture of all of us together. Yeah, yeah. I'd say, yeah. look at those assholes. And send it out to everybody. <laughs> he no, screenshotted I just, that listen, picture just, so many times. I just panicked. I, I forgot how to function. In a, in I mean, moment, I, just, you know? I felt bad for you because you. Took me a minute. It's like if someone said, "It's like if it's no one, someone is." It's like when Jester abandoned the show and asked Corey Reader to watch the fucking cameras and yeah. the board. That is smart. Yeah, at least, at least Corey just stood there like an Easter Island statue too. He didn't fucking look all flustered. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a problem. I mean, I handed the phone to Joe. Um, he, I, I don't know. And I, he was able to function and do no, it. So I, I really felt kind of bad not, about yeah. myself. So you just kind of gave up and yeah, just handed it, it off? And it was I a bad picture. And <laughs> also, I already had a picture of Joe, and now it looks like that. I don't know. It just was bad. <laughs> but Monk was so terrified, I didn't want to fucking put him through it again. I didn't want to persecute him. I was there to eat pizza. It really threw me off my game. But the whole reason that the whole thing started is I'm reviewing Virginia Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole reason why we're fucking going there. That feeling is the worst, though, when it's something so simple and so trivial, right. and for some odd reason, your brain just like wiping. won't let you do it. Sometimes when Jim's wiping, he just completely panics, and he just runs out of the fucking bathroom with his pants around his He just forgets what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Even when he does that at Crest Star. They have an alarm that goes off. They're like, oh, shit, it's a code 12. Somebody get him. Jimmy's running down the fucking... Oh, he's got his pants around his ankles again. Get him out of here. Holy shit. Evacuate. He's wearing the big gray shirt today, too. It's a code red. It's a code red. <laughs> get him. Somebody fucking get him. All right, Jimmy, you ready to... Uh, yeah, let's do that. You ready to pay the dividends? Our, I love the bit when people donate from inside the fortress of solid dudes. Our buddy David Marksbury. Took him two swipes at him, but he hit the prerequisite amount. He gets a beard chug for him. David, thank you so much. Big supporter of Commonwealth Dry Goods as well. Thank you for coming up tonight and being our guest in the Fortress of Solid Dude, sponsored by Monk's Barbecue. Yeah, look who's back. How'd it go, Ant-Man? I, I thought I was going to What? Puke. How drunk piss. are you? I'm not drunk. I'm very I was winded. laughing. Oh, I'm, oh I'm winded. There's a lot of stairs coming up here. <laughs> hey, man, you realize you got up and left. Monk was in an ignorant <laughs> soliloquy, the likes of which we have <laughs> never heard. Me. You really pulled because me out of that. Thank you. The best barbecue in Virginia can only be found at Monk's Barbecue in Parsonville, Virginia. Check them out at Monk's BBQ on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and at monksq.com. So I didn't make it known at the beginning of the show that the dum-dums and morons that hang out with Dukes included myself. I'm sure you already knew that, though. I won't treat you like a dummy, and you're welcome. If somehow you are not aware of how to read all of our creative writing stories that were submitted, you're going to use the link torcds.substack.com. That's tor, T-O-R, C-D-S, like the Chad Duke show, dot substack.com. If that's confusing, my apologies. Uh, go to Instagram, at Chad Duke show. It's in the bio. It's also on a featured post on Facebook, facebook.com backslash the Chad Duke show. Tonight, we're recording the final hour of what will be the Founders Fiesta 2 offering. That's going to be made available on January 28th. And just to reiterate, January 28th is a big, big day. While the Founders Fiesta 2 is just for our founding members, last year's founding fiesta will be made available to all subscribers on that same day. Again, that's January 28th. And again, you're welcome, and we love you. And as always, be sure to keep up with the show at www.chaddukeshow.com. 
there you can get your subscriptions you can see all the episodes visit the shop visit the sponsors you can donate if you feel so inclined and you can become a show sponsor for the day i've already mentioned the facebook and instagram but twitter it's at chad dukes a very special thank you to the founder of the feast money monk for your best barbecue anywhere check them out in Percival. MonksQ.com or at MonksBBQ on Instagram. And let's not forget about the best real estate agent around, my guy Joe Azer. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, give him a call. This is his personal cell phone, 571-989-AZER. Again, 571-989-2937. All right, thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Spread the word, would you? Give this to a normie or two and have them check it out. You know they're going to have a good time. You guys enjoy your weekend. Shooting tour. We'll be back here on Monday night for your next episode. And if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll see you back here then. Roll out the. Eat it, boy!